1: You're listening to Fox Given the one with Neve Hey Neve, welcome to Foxgiven.
3: Hi, thank you Hello. for having me. <laughs> All the way from Seattle,
1: right?
4: I know it's so early from there. What what time is it? It is
3: eight oh eight like, a.m.
4: That well, ain't right, man. actually too early for
1: lockdown. I can't believe we've done that to you. <laughs> I oh, know I'm so sorry this is quite late for us
4: it's about four four o'clock in the afternoon for us just to rub it
1: in just to rub it in a bit Reed. yeah
4: sorry I mean I'm sorry it's not my intention at all <laughs> I mean time time is weird like that because of lockdown we have been able to talk to amazing guests overseas which we weren't doing previously so
3: thanks for joining us how is everything going how you doing I am doing pretty well. My partner and I made the commitment of waking up and getting coffee out in the world. Oh, wow! So like, yeah. yeah, those people who uh, get early morning coffee, which I am not ever that person. I like <laughs> sleep until I can stop sleeping, and then I drink coffee in my home usually. Yeah. So that's feeling cool. really cool. <laughs>
1: it's, it's quite a good thing to get you out of bed in the morning, though. I, th- yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, it's good yeah. to have that routine. I don't,
4: know, I don't know what we is for, though. That's what gets me out of bed. I'm like, oh, I can't hold it in anymore.
1: <laughs> I'll get up now. <laughs> fine. Yeah, also that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Mm, okay. Um, I am Neve. My pronouns are they and them mm-hmm. and he and him and she and her. In that order of preference. Um, and I am a choreographer and performance artist and disability justice activist as well as body positive, sex positive, artist, activist what mm. have you-ist, other-ist
4: <laughs> <laughs> There were so many delicious things you said in that sentence Basically
1: just an amazing person Fuck oh, <laughs> <Maybe. thank you. laughs> number one
2: the last fuck
3: you know it's funny because i feel like in queer sex world sometimes we define fuck as a very specific thing and then Mm. there's like also like straight sex world that defines Mm. fuck as a very specific thing Mm. you know so uh I i like i tend to think of like some form of penetration in some way when I say like, fuck, you know, yeah, fuck. Um, <laughs> like fucking, but when there's, <laughs> but it's like, if I say that I had sex, like the last time I had sex, it would be last night. Um, nice. but Yeah, yeah, right.
1: i um, <laughs> like <but> jealous. <laughs>
3: <woo>! <laughs> the last time that I fucked was this past weekend. Um, and they were both excellent. Yeah, and- I'm like both <laughs>
2: nicely fresh. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> they were both with my partner. Uh, mm-hmm. my, I mean, he's legally my husband, but we feel very goofy saying <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, we try to replace it with many other words. Um, mm. so on Saturday night, I think it was Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. We had sex in my studio, um, which is, like, very newly my studio. I want to use air quotes. Prior to that, Mm -hmm. it was our roommate's room, and they very happily just moved up the street, so they're our neighbor still. And we're all very close, which is great. But now I get to have a studio where I can dance and shoot films of various kinds and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So... It was really just the room that had the least amount of stuff in it, which was, I think, why we fucked in it at the moment that Mm -hmm. we did. Um, (laughs) It was just, like, cooking. We were, like cooking weed banana bread and we Mm. like ran
1: (laughs) right getting on that that (laughs) banana bread like trend everyone is cooking banana bread at the moment (laughs) everyone
4: what was it about (laughs) banana bread that everyone was just super into is it literally just like like I don't know phallus penis this is what... on the brain like
1: <laughs> everyone just loves the shape of bananas at the moment yeah.
4: like, <laughs> banana hype. I mean it's fucking good especially if you've got weed in it as well like it sounds yeah. like a magic concoction yeah.
1: does that mean does that mean that you had high sex
3: well uh frequently we do but um no it was it was like the perfect amount of time for fucking, mm. and then the the oven went off and oh yeah, yeah and we were like okay hey. yeah so then-
1: <laughs> and then you and then you got high
3: <laughs> yeah yeah no so I I squirted and then I replenished uh with some some wheat, nice banana bread yeah yeah have you I replenished
1: mean, <laughs> replenished
4: exactly do
1: you, does squirting like take do you feel like when you squirt does it take something out of you do you feel like you need to like replenish yourself afterwards it's like
3: dehydration
2: yeah
3: absolutely it. I feel mm. like I need to like drink some water yeah at least yeah, <laughs> yeah. So sure. when you sleep with your mouth open, you wake up like I am parched.
4: Let
1: alone fucking courageous. <laughs> <And> you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still yet to squirt with a partner. I just really haven't. Yeah, been, I haven't been able
2: to hack it. Mm. How, how does how does he make you squirt?
1: Yeah, let's talk
3: about hacking mm. it because I have definitely spoken to multiple folks who are like, I think I can do it. It really, honestly. I started, no, that's not true. I started squirting with a partner before him. Oh yeah, I I, I, like penetration just always, like often does it for me. Like I Mm -hmm. often have to actually like hold the squirt in which I sometimes do if I'm like, oh man, I don't want to like get up and clean this puddle afterwards, <laughs> yes. you know? Like, yes. oh, it's like you're holding in a sneeze. It's like I could do this right now, but I'm gonna just, it's like, like, oh. yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I saw the most amazing invention, like squirt blankets, where they're these really sort of thick veloury-looking, heavy <laughs> blankets that just soak up everything. You can put it over the top of your bed sheets and chuck them in the
3: washing machine. Yes, I should invest in. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> or so then you don't like have to hold it. it
3: anymore.
1: You can just. <laughs> so, you, do you have like a squirting hack then? Uh,
3: or- yeah, I mean, I, I, everyone's anatomy and bodies are different, right? Really but, do. um, but I like for me, fingers often make me squirt. There's like something about, um. And usually a variety of like numbers of fingers. Like sometimes I'm feeling really mm-hmm. tight. So like one finger is great. And sometimes I am really open and then it's like three fingers. I was asked. Mm, you I'm like the first. Yeah. I'm always like, how many fingers was that? Like, uh...
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm always really, <laughs> it's always really shocking when they're like, yeah, my whole hand was basically in there. You're like, oh my God. what?
3: <laughs> I, I
4: had that recently. I was like, what was it? Um, someone was fingering me that my last, my last recent encounter and he, and I was like, "Oh, you can add another finger." He's like, "I've already got." Oh no! I was like, "You can put two fingers in." He's like, "I've already got two fingers in." I was like, "Well, add three then." Like, come on! <laughs> but I was also shocked because I was like, "Fucking hell oh, I didn't even notice." And he had a thumb in my ass as well, which I didn't Whoa. even. <laughs>
3: is
4: thumb in my bum? Because that's kind of great. <laughs> right, but you know, when you really think you're going to feel it, and sometimes the pleasure is so good, you don't know what the fuck's going
3: on down there. Exactly, Mm -hmm. it's like everything is just kind of like a color storm of of goodness, and you're like, I don't know where I have holes, Mm. but I guess um
4: (laughs) yeah. What you said about being open, you know, like your 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 vulva, your vagina opens out and just like wants to accept everything and it's the same yeah. with your anus as well, sometimes <laughs> it's just like sucking it in desperately like,
3: <laughs> give it to me <laughs> I have not had that experience with my butthole yet I really have talked <laughs> to I've not had the like thirsty butthole experience, I've gotten like a like a pinky in there and and even with that I was like Whoa! Ooh. Like it felt like a lot. Um... It's so
4: intense.
3: Yeah, it, absolutely. It
1: can't be so intense. Fuck two. The first fuck.
3: Woo. Um. Hmm, definitely was, it was fingers, but it was not squirting. (laughs) It was was, no, definitely not knowing my body in that way at all. Um, Yeah, I think I was 16 um, and it was on top of a closed well. I grew up in the country. Sounds like something out the fucking ring <laughs> i know it, it it was it was almost as scary um but it was scary
1: because you could fall in
3: <laughs> well it had a lid it was like you yeah. we were laying on the lid and the lid is like it's yeah down so it, it's like not like a like a light tupperware lid it's like a <laughs> solid a solid lid on that well going nowhere um and i was at a Sleepover over with like a bunch of my friends we were called the goat girls um Cute. that was our punk moniker uh and yeah it was just it was like a very pragmatic uh sexual encounter because it was like we we're all drinking wine and eating chips and like <laughs> nice. my friend alex just said to me like I'll finger you if you finger me. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to proposition someone.
4: I mean, props to them for actually being <laughs> honest and like taking the plunge.
3: Yeah. And I was like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was for <laughs> that. Um, and so we like went outside for privacy, even though once we were outside we were like on a road like a road was yeah. right there so it was not like privacy public the general public exactly mm. um and it was nighttime, and yeah i just laid down on that well and uh received some awkward fingers exploratory <laughs> fingers yeah right from you know chips like like chips with the hands to oh my mm.
1: god no. Yes.
4: <laughs> oh no I can feel it now it's all crusty noon I'm just thinking <laughs> of the ph
1: balance the ph mm. balance
3: and no disrespect to this lovely person who I love and who is still someone that I know she's great <laughs> she's married and I'm sure she's having lovely sex <laughs> <laughs> did you manage to to finger her her back Um, I remember there being like complicated jeans and I remember sort of, sort of like getting in near there, but Mm -hmm. no, I do not, Mm -hmm. I do not think I actually got inside.
1: (laughs) That's actually like, I think jeans are probably some of the awkwardest clothes to wear when it comes to like trying to do anything sexual because the material is so thick that it's hard to feel things through it. It's stiff. Like to get them off is like <laughs> hard. Yeah. And then
4: and then you you even you don't get them off, you just kind of shimmy your hand down the front and try yeah. to stick your finger in. Like... like your hands will crumple and your fingers are just not going in the right places. And and even once they're in, they're not fucking coming back out. You're in there. You're, no, you're stuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. You just like have to sort of like wiggle a bit. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I feel like everyone must have had that, like, situation at some point in their life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. It is. It's like the ring. It's as scary as yeah. you're just... the ring!
1: <laughs> back, back to that, like, that well. I mean, yeah. how was it, like, doing um, something like that for your first time outside as well? Did you feel scared that people were going to see? Was that, was like, part of the thrill? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, it's so funny because, uh, like, that's definitely... A sort of kink of my partner now who's Mm. like kind of like the idea of like we might get caught and it's like funny because he actually like really hates attention um and like is very is like kind of shy but also kind of likes the thrill of like maybe he's gonna get attention you know Mm. um but no it's like I wasn't really thinking about the public aspect of it like I feel like part of our whole thing as that group of friends was like not giving a shit what people think of us and like we were really into I don't know if y'all know um like a young adult novel series uh Bat or Witch Baby yeah no it doesn't ring a bell sorry yeah that's okay Francesca Leah Block that was our jam and she just like wrote about like free girls who were like best friends and sometimes they had sex and they live in LA and they wear flowers as clothes and they eat like (laughs) beautiful fish with lime on it and they like smoke (laughs) colorful cigarettes just everything very like picturesque and whimsical um and so I feel like we were just kind of in our own world no matter what we were doing so Mm -hmm. um I remember being cold (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really funny like the things that we remember about our first times it's yeah. just, like, the, the, just like yeah it was a bit cold you know
4: <laughs> yeah i couldn't get my fingers in jeans were too tight <laughs> fuck three
2: the best fuck
3: Yeah, I I did think about this, but it it felt like hard to decide a singular time.
1: That's, I mean, that's a good thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, that is. A good thing. <laughs> I would say that like the person who has been my best fuck is my partner, who is my partner and hubby now. Mm-hmm. Um, and one time we had this really magical experience where we role-played that we were both 16 and like meeting meeting for the first time so it's kind of it's like it's interesting because it relates back to like my actual first experience Mm. but it was like this rewriting of like first-time experiences um, because we're like both queer and both trans and we're also eight years apart so they're like Mm -hmm. would not actually have been an opportunity for us to like meet each other at that time so it was just this really magical like time bending moment and like we had this whole story where it was like we were in the basement of my house and their christmas lights and like he just like pulled my like dress down off my tits and it was just like this very um like I don't know you know like breathy romantic dramedy kind of (laughs) lovely but then also with like fucking and squirting and giving each other head and like crying and laughing Mm -hmm. and it was really gorgeous it was magical it was very
1: magical I love, I love the sort of idea of rewriting that first fuck and like yeah. doing everything that you wish that like it might have been and like just making that magical teenage experience because yeah. people forget how like sex felt when you were a teenager and those rough mm. hormones and that like adrenaline because you're doing something for the first time. So like recreating that is so, so magical. That's such
4: a nice idea for role play because a lot of people's Mm -hmm. first times are really shit or really disappointing or not what they expected it to be. So, yeah, like role playing that and just basically just, yeah, reclaiming your first fuck or your first sexual experience.
1: Mm. Yeah. so, So fun. Do you do a lot of role play? um you
3: know it's so funny because we we actually like talk about doing role play more than we actually do it so (laughs) i feel like we have kind of like a like a a world like a cloud kind of over us in terms of like different ideas of role plays and different things that definitely Mm -hmm. influence the way that we have sex but i feel Mm -hmm. like there's not as much of that like very official role-playing um I definitely like role-play more when I'm doing like uh porn and like solo shoots and POV stuff so then I'm like yeah yeah like I feel like I feel less goofy when I know that it's a goofy situation like I feel like sex work is pretty goofy in some ways Mm. (laughs) and so when I'm like okay this is a whole thing I'm going to, you know, then I feel actually less self-conscious when it feels very intentionally performative. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like there's some kind of combination of wonderful ingredients that go into making like a real intimate experience with role play, not feel kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah. that combination of things worked really well that time but
1: yeah how did you how did you prepare for it like did you was is there quite like I don't I've never actually properly done like role play I've like got so many ideas but it's never like I've kind of the same thing that you were saying that that you talk about them but you never actually put them into practice (laughs) because you Mm. you do kind of have to really like okay you, you prepare for it you have to be like this is what we're doing Right. Yeah,
4: kind of I wouldn't say so though. Sometimes role play is really nice when you both start off and it turns it starts off as like a little joke and then you kind of just lead into it. Um mm-hmm. but also sex work and role play is very different to actually like role play in your own personal life. Yeah, because um, like doing all manner of different role play it almost helps you break out of that you, you you know when you're when you're doing online sex work especially um or stuff over the phone you are playing a character anyway and then the role play kind of also assists it, it also helps you figure mm-hmm. out what to say because half the time you end up just being like okay now what now I have to think <laughs> of my clothes and try and figure out how to you know have this person still stay there and enjoy themselves yeah um, the weirdest role play I've ever done in my personal life was like I was seeing somebody um only for a little bit and we never we got we fucked and it was it it didn't work for us so we didn't see each other again but we did this really like (laughs) fucked up incest sister brother role play so good (laughs) i was like super into it i was just like big brother no it was i need to do that shit again I need that type of <laughs> stuff in my life, please.
1: <laughs> but so you just sort of like started doing it without even preparing, Reed.
4: Yeah, we just like fell mm. into it. It started as a joke, and then it and then it carried on. Yeah, uh, in the in personal life, but in in w- when you do online sex work, you you semi prepare because um, you're kind of waiting for them to give you a, a clue or a key to see what yeah. they're into and how they like it. But I like the idea of actually pre planning it. I think that sounds really really like lovely and quite quite organized but then is there not a, pr- a, lot, a lot a lot of pressure with with role play because yeah. for a lot of people you're sitting there going like you, you're thinking about the things you want to say but it just sounds silly so you end up not saying them or you think they
3: sound silly but they don't right. they sound
4: fucking right. hot. lot
3: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> yeah I I feel like for for this one for this 16 on 16 role play we um we like prepared in the sense that we like we had like a pre a pre-date, you know, like we had like various activities that we did before the sex. Yeah. And so we tried being sixteen in those situations. Oh, so we like we wow. went to um we went to a pizza place and then we uh and then we went and saw X Men. Oh, so yeah! when we were when we were at the pizza place we like were nervous because they were like checking our ids for beer and we were like we have fake ids and then <laughs> we were like and then it was weird because we were like giving each other eyes about our ids and then the lady was looking at us like what? <laughs> these are these are adults and these are clearly their ids so i don't know why they're acting weird <laughs> So do I need to get the police involved or the FBI? <laughs> like, oh, shit. But we were very, very excited and titillated. Um, and then during the movie, he fell asleep because he was actually uh, 32 and works really hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, oh, fuck, oh no, like he's fallen asleep in this movie, and we're not going to actually get to do this role play but then driving back to the hotel because we mm-hmm. chose a hotel as like a neutral space that we could reinvent mm-hmm. yeah that's um, really he started like he he's kind of a genius like performer actually for someone who like doesn't like attention and doesn't actually want to be on stage or on screen or whatever he started like drumming the steering wheel and I was like <laughs> what are you doing because you had it like <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> this is a this is an advert from better help therapy online this is an ad from better help therapy online just
1: fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge
2: we wanted to tell you about
1: our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves.
2: You can find all the links to the right stuff in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. told you that he'd gone back into the role play
3: and (laughs) then he just like, out of the side of his mouth, real sexy, was like... Oh, I'm just nervous and like said oh, it in a like, yes. sixteen year old way and I was like, mm. and we're back.
4: Okay,
1: Yeah, here we go. oh, yeah. Very good. I love that.
3: <laughs> that sounds pretty really fucking
4: odd. Oh, I'm just nervous. And you're like, mm, yeah, you fucking are. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Root insurance is all about you and how you drive.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, I also had a hard time choosing this one. Oh. Um, I know, I know. Well, you know, it's just like it's like when you've had a lot of sexual experiences. Yeah. Which I have. I've had a lot of good and a lot of bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And um, okay, so my ch- the one I choose is uh, I was not dating, but I was consistently sort of having sexual experiences with this person mm-hmm. um definitely cis straight guy um i grew up in like a really small town mm-hmm. and there were like the towny girls and the towny boys and i was oh, like, yeah. a part of the towny girls and then mm-hmm. the towny boys were all like older than us and like still lived with their moms but maybe mm-hmm. in like a little room off of the house so that they could pretend that they don't live with their moms. Mm. And they were like, <laughs> they were like 25 and we were 17. So it oh, was like, wow. you know, those yeah. uh, like not, not role play inappropriate interactions, actual real inappropriate. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he was someone who uh, I always just had a thing for him. I carried a torch for him from when mm-hmm. I was, 15 and he he like kind of led me on but never actually did anything until I turned 18 and then it was weird because it was like very noticeable that he had been like waiting for those three years to be Mm. like and now you know and like you know so I had come of age and -hmm. then I was apparently ready to uh hold hold his penis in my hand because that's all that ever happened it was we had sexual interactions that were just me giving him like half realized hand jobs (laughs) (laughs) Um, i know but it's like i have to count that as like a bad fuck because Some of my bad fucks have just been people not touching me at all.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah and
1: that is so sure. important to talk about mm-hmm. because that's not how sex and sexual interactions should be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it should always be equal. We should always both be receiving pleasure unless agreed otherwise.
4: Yeah. 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 And, and giving someone a handjob all the time is like... All right, yeah. Like, when's when's it my turn? You know, and it's just like a, a hand job is just a bit meh, anyway. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so I feel like as much as I want to praise myself, I feel like I'm the the shittest thing that I can do is give someone a hand job. are really fucking hard to do.
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> had flashbacks to last weekend when I like gave someone <laughs> a really poor excuse for a hand job because I was not into it. Like, so I had, I job. had. I did oh my god, I was really bad. I but like you, I got the orgasm yeah. and then I was like, oh I guess like I have to put something <laughs> back. <but." laughs> it's because you weren't into oh it. Oh my god. Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's oh mate that's so fucking funny
4: hand, oh. jobs, like hand jobs are just I don't know like just really sad
1: they they don't always have they, to they be hand jobs can be amazing they can yeah, be they so can be. amazing like if you get some like oils involved you use like both your hands and like you yeah, can really, yeah like yeah. do like a proper like Massage.
4: Some mouth in there, yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. exactly. its oral, you know. It's it—it it goes mm-hmm. from that handy oral blowjob thing. That's fine, but I, I like the idea of doing sort of like tantric massage, like a lot of like slow teasing and edging. Yeah. It really yeah. Sounds really nice um, because we should be able to give and not expect to
1: receive. It's nice to receive, but but I guess in in that situation, he he was just expecting to, to receive cool. and that was yeah. it I don't
3: know really, I don't really know it was like <laughs> I have no idea it was just kind of like this it was just extremely passive on all counts it was like mm. we make out and then he would be like we shouldn't and then I would be like <laughs> my uh, I think I said I have a memory of saying this I said my body just likes your body and then he was like oh well in that case then yeah. we're, we're chill and we had just like watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is like oh not, it's not a, like a libido driver, you know, that's a, <laughs> it's, like, you want to feel like shit, watch that movie and then try to have sex with someone who's not trying to make you have an orgasm. Like, yeah. just, and then it would be like, it was like, and to be honest, I like never actually, I don't think that he actually came I think it was like oh, always, yeah. like it was always just like touching, and then it was, and then that was it. But mm. I was the only one that like tried to initiate touching. Right, there would be making out, and then there would be touching, and then it would just kind of yeah stop because he wouldn't necessarily do anything to like mm. show that he wanted it to continue. So that then, confusing. it was very confusing
4: like ask people in the past that we've had very confusing sexual (laughs) experiences with just to be like hey you know like years on or however long it is like what was going on there what was going on through your mind you know maybe he was asexual maybe he was like you know like having some mental health issues or maybe he really felt conscious about his you know his body his penis we've got no idea and it's like I really
3: I want to know these things Mm -hmm. um yeah I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is who, going who knows? knows? <laughs> he, did, he did, like, years later, left me, like, a, a voicemail that was, like, he was drunk, and it was the middle of the night, and he was, like, <laughs> my brother just had a baby, and he's beautiful, and he has brown skin like you, and I just... <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> and it was like, And he was, like, and I, you know, I think about you, and sometimes I think, like, yeah, she... She mostly likes women, and that's okay. But she's the only <laughs> one that really loved me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like a passed out message. Wow. How yeah.
1: did you reply?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I think I might have, like, texted back.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like, you, you know, that deserves a reply. He's going in there. Uh, <laughs> wow. nice to hear, in a way. Like, how did that message make you feel? Kind of. Were you like, oh thinking about me or were you like asshole do I bring up my skin like
3: <laughs> yeah I know right um mm-hmm. I mean I think it's like it's definitely on like a totally separate tip it's been interesting over the years to have various white folks from my life reflect on their feelings about my race that they mm-hmm. were not able to really like have a real conversation with me about at the time and we were yeah, growing yeah. up in this like predominantly white rural place and I have definitely had friends be accountable to some of the experiences that we had together that were different for me than it was for them. Um, So in some ways that's interesting. uh, But I mean, I didn't feel like offended by the voicemail. I mostly just felt like this has more to do with him than it has to do with me. Yeah, Um, He's having some kind of revelation and feelings and, maybe feels like he didn't treat me as well as i deserve mm, yeah it was like an awkward uh, yeah exactly so yeah. i feel i feel warmly towards him i i wish him well you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like worst fuck bitch
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, go on, I go on podcasts and say how he's my worst fuck and i just wish him well you know
1: <laughs> fuck number 5 The fuck that made me.
3: I love that phrase, like the fuck that made you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Okay. So my um, girlfriend in college, um, I feel not... Yeah, there was a period of time when I was afraid to say her name because she harmed me in some big ways, but mm-hmm. now she is aware of that and is interested in repairing that and so now I feel like I can say Rezoma, which is a badass name that she mm-hmm. chose for herself. Um and uh yeah, that okay. So that fuck made me the first time that we ever had sex, we like didn't have sex, we just touched and scratched and bit and like Mm. made out and like pressed our bodies really close Mm. together and it was so hot and I got so wet and it was like the first time that I understood that I need a lot of like pre-teasing and like a lot of just almost like wrestling and touching and clutching. Um, and we just did it like all night. Like we just like touched mm. in that way all night. And that was like our first encounter with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the next day doing like, I hate that it's called the walk of shame. Like, <laughs> yeah. the walk of- I was doing the walk of honor. Yeah. The walk of honor and pride. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going home because, uh, we all lived on campus, but in different buildings. Mm -hmm. And so I was like heading back to mine and a neighbor of mine was like, Hey, like I see where (laughs) you're coming from. (laughs) And I felt like so proud and so excited because it was like, totally seemed like we had had sex, but we hadn't even had sex yet. We just like had touched in this completely consensual communicative hot way and then later we did have incredible sex um and she was the first person that I squirted with mm. um and it just like gushed out and I remember being like where the fuck <laughs> did that come from like I just, <laughs> but that was the beginning of my being like is squirt pee is it something else is it yeah. something else and
1: pee because what? they're not- like, <laughs> that age-old question. <laughs> Everyone wants to know the answer, the answer to, you, but like, not really. And I still don't
4: think they have the fucking answer. I, I like, I swear, every single new report I read about it says something
3: different. So it's like, you know what? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I think that there's a there's a little pocket, like there's a little gland thing mm-hmm. that does have its own fluid. Yeah, and it wells up. But I do think that when you have a lot a lot of liquid, that there is some pee in there because the stimulation is really close to the bladder. So if you're like pushing liquid out, which I don't think is bad. I just think like people need to have a different attitude about pee. Yeah, for sure, Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, people are obsessed with it as well. People are obsessed yeah. with squirting. It's like one yeah. of the most, like when you ever see anything on like Instagram or YouTube, if there's something about squirting, it will have all the views because everyone's just like, everyone loves squirting. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> even, even if they don't actually like do it themselves, they they're interested.
3: The elixir of life really exactly well, imagine if it squirt. was
1: the elixir of life and like everyone that just drinks squirt is gonna live forever would oh be
4: fucked. God. we already have too many people on this goddamn planet <laughs> <laughs> everyone be drinking squirt all day every day man
1: but also like going back to that um fuck that wasn't really a fuck but it was just like touching I just think that experience sounds so incredible and I think we all need to do things like that more often because it's so sensual and like you don't have to go the whole way to have like an amazing sexual experience Mm
3: -hmm. and touch
1: is so important oh my god if we have learned anything through covid times it's how important touch is
3: oh my Mm, god It really I mean it just uh, it just rearranges all of your cells, you know. I'm a dancer too and like one of my favorite kinds of dance to do is contact improvisation which is all yeah. about weight sharing and being responsive to another person's body and the ways that they might move, you know. Yeah. So I really I really enjoy like almost like sensual improvisation with another person which I feel like I definitely get to do in sex I feel like I get to do it in more performative forms of sex like in porn although not right now Um, (laughs) I have to do contact improv with myself
1: yeah it's (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) not the same with yourself it kind yeah. of like, get, like something you're like oh um maybe not yeah although you've
4: got havening which is like a, a grounding technique and that that's a lot of like contact and it's a bit it's a similar to um tapping mm-hmm. okay. and you do like a lot of like you know pressure points and and like touch yourself and it can be really good if you're panicking or stressed and yeah if anyone's out there look it up look up havening because it's, it's yeah. yeah it can be really fucking good for your brain i'm gonna look that up yeah
2: that's beautiful (laughs) for fuck's sake
1: this week's sex question is i am 23 and i never had an orgasm with a guy before i'm taking antidepressants and benzos which i know make my libido non-existent although when i'm doing it alone or with my unbound bender vibrator I can have the most amazing orgasm it just takes a long time <clears throat> how do I communicate this towards my partner or most importantly how do I practice getting in the mood faster I don't want to fake it anymore
4: oh my gosh oh, they actually making it that sucks that yeah is...
1: never feel like you have to fake it
4: never it's it's a hard thing to do we've all done it we've all faked mm. it but it's 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 a very slippery slope and it's really hard to get out of. But there are ways that you can get out of this habit. Um, especially like, I mean, the first step would be to do your best to communicate to your partner and actually have a sit-down conversation with them and explain exactly everything that you said to us, but just to them and just be open and honest and bold and stick to your truth. Um, because that's all you could do is like, yeah, mm. lay your cards on the table. And if yeah. they have a bad reaction, no that's not on you that's on them and their insecurities
2: and
3: mm. also just I mean this is gonna sound I mean I am biased I'm queer biased I guess I would say like try queer sex and I don't mean that necessarily in terms of the person that you're having sex with because I think that you can have sex that is queer no matter what the gender identity of the person you're having sex with is because yeah. I that there is this kind of queer cultural approach to sex that is about communication and that Mm -hmm. is about consent and that is about not necessarily having an agenda for the sexual encounter that you're having which is kind of like the experience that I was talking about with the touching where it was like not necessarily an expectation that like either of us was going to come but we all just experienced pleasure with each other and I think it can be a really good exercise to go in without the intention necessarily of either of you coming just Mm -hmm. like experiencing what actually feels pleasurable experimenting trying different things giving like active directions in the middle of sex which can feel really awkward but like I've had it reflected back to me that it's super hot when you're like, Oh, to the left. Okay. A little bit up. Okay. Yeah. Now Do it really fast. Now do it really hard. Okay. Now pull away. Like, you know, yeah. it's like if you, if you just think about what is it that I do when I'm alone? Yeah. Like, giving those instructions to a partner can mm. be really hot
1: I think people get scared about um saying things to people because they're like they think oh they're gonna take it to heart or they're gonna think that like they're doing it wrong but it's it's actually the complete opposite I feel like whenever I've had a partner that tells me like little things that like like what what they want it it changes my experience and I start enjoying it more because like I want to do the best for for them and like pleasure them in like the best way so if they if they start giving you tips then it's like great I can just pleasure you even more but she already um well they they already know that um like they can orgasm Mm -hmm. so it's not you d- you can orgasm basically yeah and you just need to figure out like what really makes you tick and yeah it might take a long time but it takes a long time for a lot of people and that's it really to- does. totally normal as well yeah. um I mean, it, it sounds like she's putting a hell of a lot of pressure on themselves um yeah, and yeah. Literally
4: the, the literally the biggest cock block the biggest orgasm blocker um is just sitting there going mm. i haven't come yet why haven't i come they're gonna think yeah. they're shit I'm shit, maybe I'm broken, maybe this isn't working. And that's the last thing you should do to yourself because it does, like, it, it stresses you out and delays it. And you really need to be in that relaxed state of uh, fucking and sex doesn't have to be about the orgasm. It can just be about enjoying it and figuring it out. You know, it's okay mm-hmm. to tell your partner that, like, like, I, ha- you know, I, I, I haven't been completely honest with you. I don't think I get that much pleasure from it. And I really want to make an active step to change it. And I want to do that with you. And I'm excited to do that with you. And like, let's, let's try and get there together. But it's not the end of the world if you don't come, you know, that there, there yeah. are other ways to do it. I mean, I I can't come really without using a toy while I'm having sex with somebody. And mm-hmm. even then it's fucking hard. Even then I have to sit there fucking like holding my breath and and closing <laughs> my eyes and visualizing and holding your breath is a bad thing as well. You want to do Deep breathing. So you yeah. want to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Connect with your your genitals and your body and try and get out of your mind and back in your body.
3: Yeah. I know it's hard because as soon as you are thinking about whether or not you are taking too long, absolutely mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's what will make everything clench up. And yeah. it's confusing because an orgasm does really feel like a contraction in so many ways. And so yeah. I know that my body definitely gets confused sometimes and I do hold my breath because I'm like, Oh, I want to like, just like hold it and squeeze yeah, it out. Yeah, but yeah. an orgasm is a release. So mm-hmm. you do have to like breathe in order to make that full feeling really roll mm-hmm. through you. But yeah, I mean, I think like giving yourself the time that you need. So not, not necessarily having like quickies to start out like, yeah. you know, Try not to have that pressure to be like, we have to do this in 15 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like actually set aside more time so that yeah. you can take the time that you need. Yeah.
1: And and what you said about having no agenda, I think that's the perfect advice, really. Fucking hell. This week's sex story is About 18 months ago, I was having sex with someone I had only just started dating. And halfway through, he asked me if I was due on my period, which we both knew I wasn't. Uh We stopped having sex and he was covered in blood. So I went to the bathroom and as soon as I sat on the toilet, a waterfall of blood poured out of my vagina. Obviously, I was freaked out. So that night he he just wrapped me in a blanket and put oh. on and put on Disney films for me.
4: Oh my heart!
1: The next day he forced me to go to the doctors, even though oh. I didn't want to, which led to a few follow-up appointments and a visit to the hospital. Mm-hmm. All of which ca- he came to me with, and now oh. we have been in a relationship ever since. Oh my in god, the he's en- a motherfucking genius! <laughs> in the end, it turned out to be a polyp. On my cervix that had just burst, which isn't too serious. The moral of the story is be nice to someone if they start aggressively be- bleeding in the middle of sex. They probably <laughs> didn't mean for it to happen and are probably freaking out more than you are.
4: Oh, that's, so that's like such a beautiful story. He sounds amazing. He sounds like the exact person you want when you go through something quite traumatic like that. Because that can really change the way that you see sex and see hookups, so say for example if he, he if he was a dick about it, if he was weird about it, if he never messaged her back, then she that that whole situation could have been so much worse, and just having someone there to support you, even yeah. though you didn't really know at the beginning, is like that's just and Disney films, <laughs> my heart. Yeah.
1: he sounds like he dealt with it in like the most perfect way, possible. yeah. But-
3: That's definitely partner material. Is when you have like an early experience and it ends up being scary, but that person is just like yeah a grounding force and really sees Mm. you. Yeah, Yeah. even like you know if
4: you find out you you caught an STI and then you both go to the doctors or you both go to the sexual health clinic together and make it like a cool fucking STI date and just just have a laugh about it. Like that is fucking hot. That is so attractive. Just. All about shit
1: like that because our bodies do weird things. This is the thing. I think it's like being accepting of our bodies, like strange mm. happenings, because our yeah. bodies just like to do random things sometimes, like bleed or smell or, or itch or get sore or whatever. And yeah, it's just, it shows like a really nice character in someone that they can just get past that because at the end of the day, it doesn't change who you are. No.
4: Yeah, I mean, that that person that stuck their their thumb up my bum, I was (laughs) like, I even said... (laughs) i even said i was like oh if i knew we were gonna do anal stuff i would have prepped almost like as a joke and a test to see and they were and he was like oh no man it's all cool like i love all the smells and and like i love it all and i was like yes and i did get a bit of shitty cum on the on the bed sheets. and he was just so <laughs> cool about it and i was like you know what you're right my bum hole shits and sometimes if you stick a thumb up there you're gonna get some shit and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that is the weird. moral
3: of the story <laughs> I mean, I think you have to not be afraid of bodies if you're mm going to be, if you're mature enough to have sex, then Mm -hmm. you have to be mature enough to handle that, like, bodies are not, like, made of silicone. They're made of flesh and secretions and all of the little tiny bacteria that live on our skin. Like, bodies are wild, you know? So. If, if you're already. an adult, you're an adult, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there are too many adult children
4: out there as well that do not know how to deal with this shit. So yeah. get yourself food up and
1: sort it out, people. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's time for us to fuck off.
2: You oh. have been
1: amazing. I've loved all your stories. <laughs>
4: thank you you so much for joining us we've had so much fun now where can our curious fuckers
3: find you baby girl i am on pretty much all of the things at neve be bad um and that's like my sort of more safe for work uh art art and dance persona Mm -hmm. um and then i am also on several other things at even velvet feels which is my carnegie velvet sex work persona so you might on instagram it'll still be safe for work because instagram is how it is yes. but on twitter it is not safe for work so yeah. those are things to things to know but <laughs> i'm on twitter and instagram
1: under both um I mean, Mm -hmm. make sure you go and follow and thank you all for listening and remember to rate and subscribe to our podcast and leave a review if you loved it and if you have a sex story or sex question you want us to read out, please email them in at fksgivenpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
4: Yeah, don't forget to add the subject. Uh, sex question or sex story makes life so much easier. And not too many words, guys. We like them when they're short. It's, it's very nice. As well as please... <laughs> As well as bleed. I mean, I don't even fucking do the emails, Florence. That's your job. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, please, if you can share this episode if you think it will brighten someone's day up and follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Come Curious, as well as our personal Come Curiouses, as well as our personal, <laughs> female, Amber X and Florence
1: Bark. And you'll hear us next week. Goodbye. Yeah. Next week, babies. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye. <laughs>